0: Welcome to, uh, well, I suppose we say a very special
1: special, episode of
0: Poetry in Motion. Mm -hmm. It is me, Neil Fitz, of course, celebrating everything LFC, and particularly the last few days which have been, well, we're still on cloud nine, I think. Paul Wheelock joins me as the Gary McAllister to my Stephen Gerrard. Yeah, called off the bench. Called (laughs) off the bench. And and the Suttie to my sweep, Joe (laughs) 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 Remmer. He's here as ever. Enjoying the Bueno Bars, lads. Oh, the Bueno lovely. Bars are on me. I mean, it's a celebratory Breno Bar. They're going to taste that little bit sweet <laughs> and happy <everyone. laughs> yeah. uh, On the back of, um, well, let's face it, whatever you're listening to this now, we're in the car on a, on a journey somewhere, or whatever you want to listen to it. First and foremost, thank you for continuing to listen to Poetry Motion. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here, lads. We'd have, we'd have work to do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: let's talk all things Liverpool, mate. We did it uh, the first time since ni- 2007. It's been 11 years. Have a little think back if you listen to this now. What were you doing 11 years ago? You were 11 years younger, 11 years maybe not wiser, but what were you doing, Joe? 11 years ago, 2007, the Athens final. Yeah, I went over to Athens. For yeah, the, we had
2: a week on this dirty little Greek island, isn't, <laughs> <laughs> isn't there any other in the, in, in the worst hotel that you've ever seen in your life, and, um, but it was it was a crack. I know they lost, but it was a cracking week. Like that, that that's what European that's finals are all about, aren't they? And um, yeah. It was, First year first year of uni, yeah, great great summer that was. But yeah, um, I, you sort of have to pinch yourself, don't you? And, you know, I, I think you have to step back and realise it's the Champions League final. Yeah. And just to put it into context, you know, Arsene Wenger's Arsenal got knocked out of the Europa League last night. He's reached two European finals yes. in 23 years, years at Arsenal, and Klopp yeah. has reached two in his first three. 15%. It's incredible, it's incredible. And, and I can't praise Jürgen Klopp and and what he's done at Liverpool enough, because it's been remarkable, they've, it's been a remarkable European campaign, they've not done it, they've not been lucky, they've not scraped through, All right, maybe the other night you could say, that they rode their luck at times, but I don't think it was quite the injustice, that some of the Italian media was screaming, um, but they've played some absolutely fabulous football, in this competition, and um, Do really have? my dad's been a season ticket at Anfield, for a long long time, and he's one of the most, So nothing gets him too excited, but he said to me the other day, oh Joe, he said, um it's just been a pleasure going to games at Anfield really in season. Been. And that's,
0: that's really, that's been a key part yeah. of it, Paul. I think you'll <laughs> agree. I mean, watching Liverpool at the moment, aside of what Klopp's done actually uh, physically, uh, uh, you know, manifesting itself in cup finals and the European cup final, what he's done to the fans and galvanised, I think he's galvanised the club yeah. that was in the doldrums for, yeah. for a little bit. By our own standards, in the doldrums, I mean, other, you know, other clubs will say, you're joking, aren't you? You've got a distance. But it was for Liverpool fans, but. The, the the way things are going now, the way the fans that song the La 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 song, and the way that you can see the, the team celebrating with them, you can tell that those te- that player, each individual player, loves putting on that jersey
1: and playing for us, and that's down to Klopp as well, actually. Oh, me? definitely, was yeah. We were talking about two thousand and seven there, around that time, it was commonplace for Liverpool to get yeah. to European finals, and you touched on it. Then it's eleven years since the, since the last Champions League final and for him to do that twice now in the space of three years is incredible and, and he does he is like the unifying bond isn't he I was at Anfield on, on Wednesday nights watching the beam mm. back on the screens and I was speaking to people after the game doing you know vox pops and things like that and all all pointed towards Klopp. Yeah. You know he is the kind of person in the middle that everything gravitates towards, isn't he? And he said it himself, isn't he? It's it's almost it's this togetherness, isn't it? And I think once you've got you've got that between players, supporters, and manager, you can really go places. Obviously, a fantastic team to watch as well, but spirit does take you a long way. Well, I, I mean, I, I've 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 uh, I've worked with Mark Lonsdale a couple of times. Mark Mark Lardo is, is
0: one of them players. He's done it. You know, he's done it when you talk about Rome. Yeah. And that great, that great story about the the Chris Rears song, singing yeah, past the, the dressing room door of, of of Roma. Mark doesn't give anything away. Lauren doesn't give anything away unless unless he believes in it. He's, he's and, and, and I don't know where he aired recently. Um, I think he was on Five Live. Yeah, calling Klopp the modern day Shankly. Yeah. And he said, I don't say that lightly. He said because of what Shankly achieved and how much they love and, and revere shankley Shankly. So you don't throw that away uh, lightly. But he's saying the way he, the way he gets the club and gets the fans. It's that link that Shankly did as well. He got the club he understood what the fans was about, he understood that working class mentality and that drive to succeed and galvanising players and and making players play. If you look at the players that Liverpool have got, that Klopp has turned around. I mean, Firmino. You know, Firmino, how many people before Klopp came were saying, what does Firmino do? You know, when Rodgers bought him, he bought him as, uh, presumably as an out-and-out striker. I don't know what he bought him as, midfield player, I don't know. I don't think he knew. I don't <laughs> think he knew, yeah, you're quite right. But it's, if you can go through that team, you've got Milner, who, who, who was drug tested because he ran over 13. <laughs> uh, you know, they actually went, Let's, is he a let to find out. He's got people, he, he, he instills a belief, of self-belief, doesn't he, John? He's, yeah, he's, he's phenomenal.
2: I don't think he gets enough credit tactically as well, because, as you say, Firmino's a good example, because he came in under Rodgers, um, and I think, I get the feeling he wasn't someone that Rod just went out and scouted personally. I think it was a, a, it was the recruitment team that, mm. that identified him. And he came in with a good reputation from Hoffenheim. But Rodgers didn't know how to use him. He played mm. on the right. But I remember him playing out on the wing at Old Trafford in the um, game where Martin Tyler got a bit excited about Martial. And, um, no, not yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he didn't know what to do with him. And then Klopp came in and probably against everyone's, everyone wouldn't have thought of Playing as out now striker, that's how he's played them, and now he's turned him into a twenty-five, thirty-dollar season forward, and not just that, but so much more. So much more. And tactically, I think everyone thinks Klopp's just this sort of motivator who punches the air on the sidelines and puts his arm around players, but he's not. He's also tactically very, very good. And um, you know, he went to Roma and did what Barcelona couldn't, which was attack Roma and score goals. And nobody's managed to score in Rome this year. And, and Liverpool went and did it. And, and squandered um,
0: about five. Yeah, to yeah, be honest, yeah, I mean, I, that, I, I got the vibe, Paul, I don't know, but it, it felt to me at times during that game tonight, the, the Liverpool was just going, oh, what are you going and blow the whistle yeah, 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 Because yeah. they were sort of getting to the last day and then going, oh, we don't really want them, we can't really be bothered. It was almost like, you know, they were wanting to celebrate the party before the party had yeah, been announced. Yeah. And, and it was it was frustrating at times, wasn't it? It, it, it was a rollercoaster ride. It could have been a lot easier, let's be honest with you. But you could argue then that Liverpool don't do it the easy way. And we never have done so. We got there in the end. You know, dubious... Yeah, there's... The way dubious decisions. I mean, I mean, uh, let's be honest with you. The Trent was a, was a, was a, was a, was a definite pen. I don't think Clavans was. No. But in the words of uh, Virgil van Dijk, who cares? it's yeah. <laughs> uh, an brilliant talent. <laughs> <laughs> who cares, man? Yeah. But, uh, typical yeah. of British media. Yeah. Uh, after the, uh, something like that, to come and stick a knife yeah. in someone and go, well, you know what, you won, but this happened, that, and that happened, and that. They showed him the video as
1: well, didn't they? I mean, the kid doesn't. Care. He's in a final, yeah. He doesn't no. care. But it was City of pants stuff. That was. Yeah, it should come with a health warning. Liverpool, <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't they? Really. Should like that's what everyone said after Anfield after, after But the what game. was funny like, was after, Well,
0: actually, they yeah. said it after
1: the five two.
0: <laughs> that tells you what they think. Well, five I, two. Oh no, because the yeah. of,
1: there's a combustion either end, isn't it? But I love Klopp's quotes after the first. Like it's all inclusive football. I just don't think he could have summed it up better, kind of yeah. thing. But you know what? Yeah, it is hard to take. it they're never going to do it the easy way. But what a, what a way to watch your football. You know, like you know, I've said it on a few podcasts lately, but I'll repeat it again. I watched United versus West Brom recently, and it was the most joyless football I've ever yeah. seen from a collection of footballers. He had like Pogba on there; They had about eight forwards on by the end yeah, of the game. Yeah. And the United fans weren't having fun. Yeah. And like, you know what? I do think there's a responsibility, and I think Klopp, by the way, as we were touching entertain. on there, it's a big club. Winning's all important. But you've got to entertain as well, yeah, and yeah. you know what? I think Klopp's got the. The, the perfect mix but as you say even though he has spent big on Van Dijk and Salah even though that looks such a bargain now look at the team at the moment players from Southampton well, Hull you know it's something you know, like 225 twenty five million he spent 75 and that's Van Dijk yeah, yeah. and then it's
0: what he's recouped as well off the back of it I've got some stats here that I was interested in putting out just, just for the European for the Champions League Mohamed Salah 10 goals Romelu Firmino 10 goals and Sadio Mane Nine goals, 29 goals, and now the highest-scoring trio for the club in a single Champions League season, overtaking Cristiano Ronaldo, Gareth Bale, Mm -hmm. and Benzema for Real Madrid 2013-2004, they've now become the highest scorer. Liverpool scored 20 away goals in the Champions League this season, a joint record in a single campaign with Real Madrid. The Reds also became the third team to score 40 goals within a single season in the Champions League, after Barcelona and Real Madrid. I mean, these are the Galacticos, these are the big two clubs and we are right, we're pound for pound in them. Liverpool were the first team to score a Champions League away goal in Rome all season, what you touched on. Uh, The Reds are the only team to score five or more goals in four games in a, sin- in a single Champions League season. Extraordinary. Uh, the Reds are the only team to score five more. They're the, the only side still unbeaten in the Champions League ahead of the semi-final. Well, the, the ahead of the semi-final, had yeah, they got beaten that one. Uh, they've reached eight European Cup Champions League finals and 13 goals over two legs. This is the highest ever Champions League semi-final. I mean, the stats stand for themselves. We, uh, for what he's done, for what the... For, for, and it is, look, compared with the, with the elite in, in the Premiership, we don't have the elite budget. We don't have the budget to match them. We're, we're pound for pound, and we're Real Madrid and Barcelona in the Champions League. What is it, Joe, that makes the Champions League? What is it that makes? You wouldn't believe That's travel to the. End of. It's, it's, it's Halloween. The One of the two. It's uh, yeah. No, me, me misses a psycho. <laughs> um, what is it? That, what is it? What's this love affair? I mean, you mentioned. Arsenal Wenger saying, you know, he doesn't want to end the love affair with Arsenal. Uh, geez, I mean, he ended up waking up with the spammy in his wallet missing. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yet, we've we've just got this wonderful ongoing love affair with European football. I mean, our stats are extraordinary. This could be the sixth time yeah. we've beaten with one of the European. Arsenal never. Chelsea won. What what
2: is it that defines Europe for us, Joe? Well, I think what Paul said earlier about the the, pl- the players, the fans, and the manager all buying into it. You you don't see that, you know it's it's the power of anfield isn't it liverpool almost have an extra edge mm. on every other team because when they come to anfield they get blown away man city got blown away and and then roma got blown away and, and we've seen it throughout it's the their year. best the three yeah, best goals yeah. and they and they and i don't think any other side has that has that effect in terms of the fans make that much of a difference and and I, I wonder why other teams aren't saying that and trying to recreate it. You know, If you're an Arsenal fan, do you not want to roar Arsenal? Do you want to not yeah. make those players feel 10 feet, 10 feet tall so when they go out there, they know that they've got what it takes
0: to beat Atletico Madrid? That makes me incredibly proud as yeah, well as a does. fan. It makes yeah. you proud. It makes you proud to see coaches going down. The I, what I love is the idea that footballers come to this club and go, oh my exactly. God. And then when you look at them lads dancing at the end of the, uh, the other night and you've got Robertson who was yeah. relegated in his last club and an £8 million buy. You've got Virgil van Dijk, who's just left the club, they're on the verge of being relegated or thereabouts. And they're standing there now in the European Cup final, the Champions League final. They must be Oxlade-Chamberlain, although unfortunately, of course, sadly he's going to miss that. But his contribution shouldn't be denied. And these are players that have come to this club, and, and they've all said the same thing. I mean, Milner, these come to this club and they go, this
1: fan base is off the hook. But it's an incredible mate isn't it yeah well I think it's you know when Klopp's this season he's always talked about creating new history as league with his yeah. players but I get the sense the fan base they create history as well do you know what I mean in the respect that I was speaking to dads and lads outside the game on a Wednesday night and they were, they were saying like the nine-year-old, this is the first time I've come to Anfield for some kind of European occasion like this, it's ingrained in the families as well, well growing yeah, up, it so it's is. almost like the supporters are writing their own yeah. history as well, yeah. that's why I think it's, it's unique in that sense. Yeah. You know? Well it's
0: a funny thing when we were playing City the first leg, before we spanked them obviously in Anfield, one of the songs the City fans were singing is um, just like United you live in the past? Yeah. And, uh and it's an interesting one because, because the past isn't a bad place to live. Because what, with the past comes history, yeah. Yeah. and with history comes heritage, yeah. and with heritage comes the right, the, the belief, and, and the privilege to know that you're going to get there. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what, that's, when, you, when, you, when you support a club that have just bought in new money, and you don't have that past and you don't have that history, you don't know what it feels like, you don't have that role. But yeah. Liverpool do. Liverpool have had it for years and years and years. So, like you say, it's generational. Yeah. You've got grandfathers. Taking the kids, putting the grandkids on their shoulders, going, This is the club, this is where I first saw this. And and that's what living in the past. Mm -hmm. We don't live in the past, we accept the past as part of our our present and future, because it is part of it. We stand on the shoulders of our past, that's what you should do. You're exactly right, because you think,
2: you know, I I remember going to that game in 2005 when they beat Chelsea. And you'd look back. You'd, everyone talks about Saint Etienne '77. You know, 11 years. We had to rewrite the towards, yeah, but yeah. People would talk. My dad yeah. would talk about it. Yeah. You know, it was the most best night. So you, you, we were almost determined to make that our night, yeah. make yeah. that the best night, yeah. and, and show that Liverpool hasn't changed. We can, and I think it's the same now. That fans now are desperate to show that they've got their own Chelsea's, that they've got their own Saint Etienne's, and, and it will happen again in, in a few years' time. They've got the Romans and the Man City. Always want to it, aren't you? And the, you know, all right, yeah, you get things with things getting thrown at the bus and stuff but that's because people come on mass to try and make it even better and it just well, you can be everything. guaranteed. the people, guaranteed Listen,
0: the people, you're people, you're who throw buses, people who throw bottles at the buses probably yeah. didn't even go to the game. Yeah. You've got a, a no. lot of young kids, they're trying to impress yeah. what they think is impressive. Yeah, exactly. When yeah. I mean, well, actually, they do completely the opposite. They don't impress. You don't impress. The older fans are the cultured fans of this yeah. club. The fans that have been on the, on, on the, uh, the Transalpino yeah. and all them. They're, they're, you know, your Peter Utens and your and yeah. Nicky Olsen, and all the people yeah. who can do it, say all them things. There's lots more, I apologise, Mono and all them. Yeah. The lads who are well known for the yeah. fan. And these are people who they come with a class, yeah. and they come with a class that doesn't include throwing bottles of coaches. They don't need, they don't no. That aside, it's the thousands and thousands and thousands of people yeah. who stood a lot when that Liverpool coach come in with the flares yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That make them Liverpool fans twelve feet tall, like you, yeah. you you've just said. There was no problem at all, Roma. Both legs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thankfully, after the, obviously the trouble with, uh, with what happened over here, and that was that was celebrated if you like yeah. not commem- or commemorated if you like with that lovely banner yeah. that, that, that Henderson brought onto the pitch but I just think there's, a, there's an incredible timing uh, we've said it before the song a lay, a lay, a lay, which yeah. is just catching fire and I heard it last night the, 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 uh, the fans last night at Atletico Madrid were singing the yeah, day, so yeah. it's going yeah. out everywhere yeah. not that we've started it don't you know we've taken it and we've, yeah. and we've, we've ran with it but it's just that enormous culture that we've got, mate. And, 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 and I think it's interesting what you said before. Why don't other teams do what we're doing? Yeah. I don't think they've got the personnel. That's the problem, isn't it? You need the personnel. Yeah, I think and so. And the belief and the understanding from a manager. If you looked at, this, at how we've performed as a team before Klopp got here, and slowly, because I would imagine it's been a curve, but now they're getting his his culture and what he believes in and that running and not tracking down the ball.
2: What's exciting as well is I think that there'll be players out there Right throughout Europe. It'll you know, be at yeah. That's good, isn't it? I want to be that part dish, yeah. of that. I want to play for Klopp. I want to play at Anfield. Um, and, and well, it's interesting that
0: just come out and said, I'm very flattered to be, to be associated yeah. with Liverpool. But he was saying last time, I don't know nothing
2: about it. Well, let's, let's, he's, he's just played at Anfield, hasn't he, and just seen what it's like. So I I think Liverpool will have turned heads right throughout Europe Absolutely. this season. And, and as well, I, I didn't at first, but now I fancy them in the final. I just don't think. I think they can do anything at
1: the moment because of the way they play and the belief that they have, and the fans they have behind. I think, like what's really interesting, we touched on it. You look at some of the players; they're pretty unheralded. You know, Salah's obviously, you know, he's superstar now, isn't he? But Southampton players, Hull City players, Milner, you know, towards the end of his career. And I think that makes it more special. Yeah, it's not yeah. a team that's been constructed like it's a City doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think Neil Jones on the podcast from Blood Red, formerly of this parish, obviously, and he said they were a bit like Ragarse Rovers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. they're not. It's great, but, that but, but it is like a bit of a bag-bag yeah. bunch of players being put yeah. together, and it makes it probably make it more special. Let's talk about
0: the actual uh, the, the leg that got us to to the final because boy oh boy, it was edge of the seat stuff, wasn't it? I mean, I don't know. missus kept saying to me, "You all right? Look, they're gonna have a heart attack." <laughs> This is what they do to you. You know, that, you know we, we go one ahead. I mean, it's the perfect start, the Mane goal, and you go one ahead. Lovely counter-attack. And they were terrified. And I think that's the beauty of what we've, what we've instilled yeah. in Europe. Is that they, I mean, Salah was non-existent to that match, but he never came back. Never came back to help. And I think there might be a part of that was the club said, you just stay up there. Because mm. while you're up there, they're, t- they're absolutely terrified. They've got one eye over their shoulder all the time. On He was very rarely used. When he did get the ball, he ran with it. He did the things that you want him to do. Thankfully, we had other people to step up to the plate, didn't we?
2: Absolutely. Uh, th- that's the thing. You, you don't need him to come to the fore in every single game because his his presence just being there means that they've got to think about him. And then it, it, here, here comes Firmino. Here comes Mane, and Mane for me. I I, I think I don't think he's had enough credit in terms no, of the no, season. No. I think he's played very well at times this season, and he he always always puts a hell of a shift in, doesn't yeah. he? And and the other night he he was just running at them time and time again, and I almost thought they thought, well, he's the yeah. less the least dangerous. of I those think, yeah, I think you're and, right. Yeah, and they got it completely wrong because if yeah. you give him time and space, he can hit you. So yeah, I think you're you're absolutely right. Teams are scared. They 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 want to commit players forward, but they you know in the back of their minds if they do, Liverpool will hurt them. I right, know, Yeah, they can see the goals at the end, but. Rome were, were, were always going to yeah. have a go and they? Yeah. I think they got for I don't think it was a penalty at the end no.
0: but yeah. and if anything if you're going to cause stuff like the Clavon one wasn't the push on money was as was yeah, yeah, close to yeah. a penalty you're going to yeah. get
2: so, so yeah they, they had a bit of luck but then in the first leg I didn't think the Milner one was a penalty No, so and Liverpool could have scored 10 in the first leg yeah. didn't they? so they can talk about the chances they missed but Liverpool can also point to the lows of the chances they missed as well
0: talking about talking about what Joe said about belief in the and in, in the players and stuff. There was a lovely thing you did. Nice, I saw Manny talking and they were saying, "Do you think you've got a chance against Real Madrid?" And Manny said, "We're Liverpool," mm. and I, I love to hear that. I love to hear that whole thing of like, because I know the players get it now. I know that players. I know I know them players in that team are going. There's something special happening here. Yeah. They can't knock the goal scoring they've been doing the the atmosphere they've been conjuring up. Um, and I, I'd love to hear players saying, well, "We're Liverpool. We can do anything." And they'll be particularly roads up, particularly rolled on by. Real Madrid putting T-shirts on, saying number 13. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I love that, mate. I love that. It's like cheering the cup at half-time in Istanbul, tapping the cup and stuff in it. Uh, Do that at your peril.
1: Yeah, there's almost, it might be a bit of arrogance about them, like, where's Liverpool? Even though, you know, massive, you know, it like upstarts almost, aren't they, on this scene? They're like the aristocrats. And the thing is about Madrid, again, the the worrying thing from Liverpool's perspective... Is the fact that they've been there the last couple of years, since the fourth final and five years? They do know. They just seem to know how to win a game. Oh, don't boy, they? The but, last but, few games tells you that. Yeah. D- d- I also look at it. I know they beat some really good teams, champions of their own countries, yeah. haven't they, on the way to the final? But I think the luck's going to run out sooner or later. I really do. Like Bayern Munich should have beat them. Oh. Juventus should have beat them. You know, I, I just don't know in the final. Well, I, I just can't see oh, it. I see an ageing team, Joe. do you, yeah.
0: you think? I mean, yeah, you've got the stars. You've got yeah. some great players playing from a and. Ronaldo of course we've got they've got some great ones but do you not see a bit of an aging team there? I've been growing more
2: confidence i watched the Bayern Munich games and Bayern Munich were absolutely all over them and I I don't say this lightly I think Liverpool are a best side than Bayern Munich yeah. Bayern Munich were tearing them apart at will at the back um, you think players like Ribéry uh, Ribéry great player Yeah. but 34 years old mm. now someone like Mane in the in his absolute time with lots more pace you would think they'd be able to get at them there's one guy the absolute I can't stand him he's just the worst thing about football and sadly one of the best players football's ever seen as Ronaldo yeah. and he can tear your dreams away can't he within a split second but um, I spoke to a Spanish football expert Andy West this week to talk about mainly about Barcelona and what went wrong for them in Roma but at the end of the phone call I just said to him what do you think if will get through do you think it would be a step too far with them for Real Madrid and he honestly surprised me with his answer he said "Oh, no not at all he said mm. Real Madrid he said sounds weird he said but they're Team of great individuals, but they're not a great team. Yeah.
0: And he said they've been beaten by some very average team. Well, the fifteen points, yeah, a they or thereabouts adrift the of Barca. They've never been as far apart. This, in many, in many, in many ways, is probably the last hurrah for Zidane, because yeah. yeah. you know it's been, by all accounts, by all standards of Real Madrid, it's been an absolute failure of a year. If he loses, it, he'll get the sack. Yeah. Money. If they lose in the final, he'll be gone, and that's all. I mean, like
2: with 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 a uh, fair he's won two European Cups. Never he's lost a knockout game, actually. Yeah, no. yeah. But saying that, um, yeah, but we're don't, I don't quite think, I don't quite think they're as special as a lot of people think they are. Um, I hope I'm not made to look stupid in the final, but I, I do think they've got a great chance.
0: I think the great, I think a great advantage we've got, Paul, as well, is that they haven't played us. Other team, they might have seen what we can do, but they haven't been on that pitch when no straight And it is incredible. It is like you sort of. It must be like. Like, Bruce Banner or David Banner go look, when I'm the Hulk and I kick off, you really don't want to be here. And they're like, yeah, whatever. And then he kicks off and they go, whoa, you know what I mean? And I think that's what happens when our front three get going. It's just people don't understand the speed. I mean, there was one the other night where it was two touches, I think, I and mean, we were at their end. And, and even the commentators said that was two, that was like two touches from, I think it was hobby. two yeah. or three touches, bang, 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 and in. Yeah. And, 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 and the beauty of it is, they can watch all they want on, on DVDs. But it's being on that pitch and, and it's like you said before, why don't other teams after we did after we did City in the Cup and then United beat them in that second half display, Tottenham at Wembley didn't they did exactly what everyone else has told, They stood off, they allowed them to play. Well I think partly because they don't have the personnel. They don't have the personnel to keep up that press. And I don't think I, I honestly think Real Madrid are not
1: gonna know what's hit them. I don't don't think really there's a front three like them in world football you know you can can look at like Barcelona's one but they haven't got that raw pace and that directness and it's like what you came back before Joe I totally agree about Klopp being not tactically recognised because it's almost like you just throw these players onto the pitch and then yeah, go wherever you like lads cause chaos but there's a a method to it there's a method to the madness isn't it and the fact that he's got those three playing the way they are yeah I think any defence in the world would be petrified to be honest And, and you look at Madrid They've conceded three, didn't they, against Juventus. Ramos Ram must be playing in the final because he was suspended, wasn't he, one? I, think, I think he was. Yeah, well, playing, he's, yeah. Been, he's, been, he's been talking today about how he's not worried about Salah because he's yeah. he's played all world-class players before, so yeah, well, those, those yeah. words come back to warrant him. I yeah.
0: mean, he makes a difference, he definitely galvanises them, but yeah. I just don't think they know what
2: they're in for. I think every single team in the Champions League this season, I mean, that. There's a, there's a tweet from um, a certain journalist that I, I won't name doing the rounds from earlier in the year who said who won't fancy having Liverpool in the uh, in the group stage and then in brackets if they get there mm. every single team would have been looking at Liverpool this season in the Champions League going fancy them and even though Real Madrid will be looking at that final going well, number 13 yeah. like we, we've got a nice nice straightforward final not a big European sort of he- I, I don't mean this in terms of history but right now not a heavyweight, not a not a Barcelona or a PSG, but what they've got is one of the most dangerous teams in European football at the moment. I think, they're going to be, I think they're going to be shocked. I think Ramos says he, yeah, he's, he's dealt with world-class players, but you're, you're talking about a guy operating at the absolute peak of his powers, yeah. some of the quickest and most intelligent footballers around. And, and I, think, I think they're going to be shocked. You know, If Liverpool can keep things tight at the other end, and again, I think as good as they've got the front three, I think Van Dyke is an absolute... Mm. I, I think he's just been a brilliant, brilliant signing for Liverpool. And if he can marshal that other end, then I think it would fucking hurt Madrid.
0: I think, that, I think that's, you know, it's obvious, isn't it? That's, that's, that's where, the, where, the, where the Achilles heel is uh, in, in the Liverpool side. I've noticed a few, few sloppy moments from Van Dyke. I must admit. He played a few, few sloppy things lately. Um, but in, in general, I think he's been outstanding. I do worry about it. I still, I still look at that team and go, the keeper and Lovren are people that I would want on the bench next yeah. season. I certainly wouldn't mm-hmm. want to make first team starts. Lovren has a terrible, terrible um, habit of mistiming jumps. Uh, he, did it, he did it for the Jekyll goal uh, yeah. uh, at Anfield, didn't he? Um, the keeper sometimes... To, to be fair, the keeper made some good saves is, tonight. I mean, covered yeah. himself with glory a little bit. Trent was a worried Trent got uh, Trent got exposed quite a few times. He's a nineteen-year-old kid. We've got to remember that. I mean, he played out of skin yeah. against, uh, against City. He's going to have it. I think. I think. I think the best tool that Real Madrid have in their ar- in, in in their in their toolbox, if you like it, you or know, the best weapon they have in their armory, he's a weapon, and a tool. tool, uh, Ronaldo. <laughs> 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 it's, 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 it's it's the feeling, isn't it? It's the it's the over it's, it's the being overall. That overall, yeah. that's the feeling. It's, it's if they get that moment in the nets where they go. This is Real Madrid, but what you're gonna remember is we're a team of internationals as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're a team of internationals. He's not, you know, Trent's aside, but he will be. But we've generally, you know, you can find back to captain. Yeah, if we've got a team of internationals there, They're not. I mean, Salah. You talk about pressure. Salah took a penalty to keep to put Egypt in the World yeah. Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy knows pressure. They know pressure. They can handle pressure, can't he, Joe? I think so. Yeah.
2: Trent's the Trent one worry, isn't he? But I, I think he's a young lad who. He could raise his game, and he he showed against City that he's capable of having these days where he plays out skin. But um, yeah, they're, they are—they're all experienced. James Miller has done it all, hasn't he? Just an
0: extraordinary player. Yeah. I, haven't got, I haven't got enough plaudits for that. Yeah. Man. yeah, I think he's an absolute He's very player. funny on Twitter as well. Did you see the, you yeah, the post funny, on Twitter? Yeah. How do you get the mark? The Champions League
2: And then they've got players like Wayne Alden. I think for all. Sometimes he doesn't seem to click into
0: gear. I also think he's quite a cool head. I think he's his holding game that, is extraordinary. Yeah, when he turns his back, it's like Daglish. Yeah, Daglish used yeah. to use his backside to shield yeah. the ball. When Alton shields the ball like, like, like the, the King used to... Yeah. He doesn't get flustered, does he? No. He's not the sort of player that I think
2: worries about these sort of big games. Um, and Henderson, I think, is playing well. Henderson's playing well I think he's grown in stats. Really, I think he's grown in stats he at the yeah. I think he I think they all
0: do, mate. I think they all do. I think there's a real belief... In this Liverpool team, like when Mane said, We're Liverpool, and I think they believe it. They go to the fans and they stand there and they're dancing, and I honestly believe they, they're pin, they pinching themselves, this team, because they're thinking, and they've done it on merits, they've done it on hard work, but I think they've been carried along uh, side by side, hand in hand, with,
1: with a growing belief in the fans as well. We've always believed in them, but that growing feeling that this team could do something special. It comes from like City and being beat. Beat a moment away. Roman, no one had scored the steady Olympico. when and got to show what you say could have been four or five. And then every kind of obstacle or every kind of stat that's been thrown in the way before a you know a tie, it's been brushed aside. And if you keep on doing that. It's like the ultimate belief, isn't it? You know, and then yeah, Real Madrid, yeah, it is. You know, the, the you know champions of Europe. But as you say, there should be absolutely no fear going into that game at all. No
0: fear. And what we what we also should point out as well is that's easy to forget is that we've done this with a with a meagre squad. I mean, yeah. we've had one of the worst injury hit crises. Yeah. We are patching. We're not patching together because we're all right as that. Yeah. But we literally are playing out of thirteen and fourteen people, aren't we? Yeah. We're playing our first eleven. I mean, my big worry more so than the results against more so than conceding goals against Roma my big worry for for the second leg was, was, was yellow cards and losing yeah, players mm, to injury yeah. because we we literally cannot
1: put anyone in there yeah. of any place,
0: can we? That's, that is the worry now right throughout now isn't it you've
2: got three games left it's a shame that Liverpool haven't got this fourth place tied up because you're going into the last two games needing to play first team players to, and needing, needing results and that I think at times I thought they put in, put in a lot into it the other night, and I think at times yeah. they looked tired. Yeah, definitely. Towards yeah. the end of the yeah. game, whether yeah. they are a bit, I think stylish. they looked yeah.
0: tired at Anfield yeah. as well in yeah. yeah. the yeah. first leg, and I think that's yeah. why they conceded. Yeah. They got a bit tired yeah. and a bit sloppy. Yeah, and again, again, the adrenaline and the pace, isn't
2: it? Yeah, and and, and just not being able to <laughs> yeah. take those. You know, your three midfielders, for example,
0: Klopp really can't
2: bring place. anyone off, yeah. can he? And they they put so much hard yards in. And he can't take
0: Milner. L- 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 Losing back. Chamberlain's is huge yeah, because we yeah. just don't have that the benefit to be able to say, come and rest your legs, yeah, do we?
1: Yeah. I don't so, think it's a coincidence that they're blowing teams away in 15, 20 minute bursts. I almost think it's like Klopp's way. they like, we've got no place yeah. to call yeah. on here. Yeah. If we can do the job within half an hour, hit it. Yeah. And then, you know, because as like you say, the game was more or less over at yeah. half time on, on Wednesday night, wasn't it? I know they pulled goals back in the second half. But again, I think I think he knows exactly what we he's still, doing. S-
0: we still scored a group of fast three. Yeah.
1: the one that was in our own. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, no. I just, I think I've got to give Klopp credit because I think most managers, when they've got an excuse to, to bring up, they bring them up, don't they? And he's not really mentioned the injuries at all. And, and as, <coughs> as you said, really on Sunday against Chelsea, it should be a game where you can rest players, but yeah. it's just not possible. Is it? it's, it's not, not possible.
0: possible. We we do have break the over for the last game, so you've got to you've got to hope that we get some sort of we get some sort of. Um, result there as well but 20, we've got to the 26th so we've got a week or two to rest them yeah, after yeah. it yeah. interesting development Bovac leaving isn't it I mean do you think yeah. that's to do with the Arsenal uh, I'd be very surprised if Arsenal get
2: in I'd be very surprised I, this is just a gut feeling you know I'm not, not in the know with Arsenal but Arsenal have got the, the former Sven Minterlach like followed Jordan, by yeah. um, Brisbane Dortmund Scouts isn't he so he will know Bovac. he probably know how good he is in terms of on the training pitch it wouldn't surprise me if he's thrown
0: his name in there, mm.
2: but I can't see Arsenal accepting a guy who's only ever been a coach. Not from, not off, the back,
0: of not off the back of Arsenal. Not off the back of Arsenal. It's a wage thing, and you wonder if you're an Arsenal fan, you're going to wonder. I mean, I think they were talking about Simeone's wanting 25 million a yeah. year. Um, Arsenal was on eight and a half million a year, yeah. which, considering he was there for 22 years, eight and a half million a year, not not massive for, for, for the for the for the potential, you know, for the for the reputation they had whether or not it's going to be a thing where they just don't want to pay big bucks for a manager but you'd have thought that in all the places where they need to rebuild Arsenal Football Club after the period after Arsenal Wenger they're going to have to spend
2: yeah perhaps it, it's a strange one isn't it I so with Búvac you're in different things like things that maybe he wasn't quite buying into everything at Liverpool the last few weeks arguments he had with, with John Akderberg um, in the Chelsea game beginning yeah. in the season and um, but then I've read other things. Uh, quite a few German journalists said like they've had massive blow-ups in the clock before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how they are with each other, mm-hmm. and they, they are quite often just settle down and they're fine. So I don't I don't think think there could be some more twists in that tale yet. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he ended up back on the bench for the Champions League final. So um, and I've read other things. Bosnian journeys the the day tweeted you know, I hope this isn't true his father's sick and he's back in Bosnia yeah. so, so there's all different yeah. sorts of things floating around So
0: he's still a member of the yeah. Liverpool yeah. club yeah. isn't he he's yeah. still, he's still, he's still on, the way, on, on the payroll do you know
2: what if he does go to Arsenal and get the managed job all power to him who can blame yeah. him for wanting to go and take a massive job like that of course he probably would take want to take that um, so let's just wait and see on that one yeah. but I think there's more than the f- clock, clock, clock one of the things that does frustrate me is when people say oh if Klopp loses Bouvac you know he's going to lose a massive massive part of his team and whilst that's true let's not take any credit away from Klopp no, he's the no, manager no. He's the, he's the, there's a reason why he's re- regarded as highly as he is so yeah I don't think Klopp will be finished without Zelko Bouvac yeah
0: No. well talking about let's just briefly talk about players and former players going to past his new Stephen Gerrard's about to be I think any time yeah, announced, yeah. announced as the
1: Rangers manager Paul what do you think of that as a, as a, as a, as a career move for Steven I, Gerrard I haven't watched the highlights of the old firm are to a brave one to say the least but I read, and I read a piece by Sooners in the Times I think last weekend or early this week and he, he said exactly the same thing but you know what you look at Stephen Gerrard and academy football ultimately is about producing players for the under-23s and then the first team, and he's been through that path himself at Anfield and Liverpool, so there's no one better to know, but do you reckon inside him, that competitive winning spirit and I think David Thompson, former Liverpool player tweeted it, said, said exactly the same, he said he even hated losing a coin toss at the start of the game, that must burn Brighton and yeah, mustn't it, and Rangers are a massive club, a and like you know, the, if you could be the man to topple Celtic and Brendan Rodgers, like I can't blame him to be honest because I know the ultimate is him getting the Liverpool job, but let's face it, that's going to be a while off, isn't it? So I, I think all power to him for, for taking that yeah. chance. What do you think, John? Yeah, I mean, like you say, it's brave, isn't it? But then you've got to be brave. He's got to
2: take a job at some stage, yeah. and whatever he takes, yeah,
0: it's but, going to be you know, Yeovil Town, maybe, yeah. yeah. where yeah. you wake
2: but, <laughs> but then I suppose the way he looks at it is, all right, yeah, let's say he goes to Yeovil and know, steadies them and then eventually yeah. he takes them up a lead. Yeah. Well, if he if he gets goes to Rangers and they get close to Celtic again, he's going to get more
0: yeah. praise, more exposure. I mean, exposure, and, isn't and, it? and to be fair, I think he has put he has put caveats in the contract saying you've got to absolutely assure yeah. them that he's got yeah. someone to yeah. buy because it's it's the acquisition of players, isn't it? Yeah. You yeah. right, I mean, development's very important, but I think certainly Rangers. I mean, they come f- they come right the way up yeah. through the leagues yeah. to get back where they are. The second out, I think? Or the third the match, but
2: I don't think it'll take much for them. To jump back no, to the second I'm club in Scottish football, and then he's just going to try and close the gap. And I think
0: for Rangers it's a win win because people will want to play under Stephen Gerrard. His, his reputation massive. So there are players there that, that other managers, I mean, Graham Mertie would not have brought people to a club mm-hmm. the way Stephen Gerrard will. they want to play under him. So I thought when I first read it, I thought, you must be mad. To yeah. him. <laughs> he's taking Gary Mack with him as well. I mean, Gary Mack is, for those of you who've met Gary Mack, he's just an extraordinary fellow, He's a lovely, lovely, humble man. Knows his football. Stephen. Has always admired him, always looked up to him, and feels that he's the player who brought him out to be yeah. the player. He was more than anyone else, Gary Max. So he's got a great number two with him there. they'll, they'll have a bit of fun up there. they can take it. They've got broad yeah. shoulders, and, and I think we all wish him the very, very best on that, don't we? Definitely, <laughs> Definitely. Getting to uh, getting to the final. Let's talk a bit more about the final again. Um, the final's getting played in the Olympic Stadium, is it not? In yeah, in, in, Ky- in, yeah. in, in in Kiev. Somebody was telling me David, the day the capacity is up to eighty thousand. Seventy thousand. Yeah. Seventy thousand. Yeah. So where's the sixteen thousand allocation come from? Don't you remember Athens was the same, wasn't it? I think
2: yeah. Athens was seven, seventy, yeah. wasn't it? And I think it was. The, I think it might even lower. I think that's at the time, I I was lucky in Athens because I got one in the ballot, and it was literally like, I got one one of my best mates been to all the same games as me yeah. didn't, and it was just, and it creates chaos because then you get a situation where you get a lot of fans go over to Ukraine or they go to Athens when they did. And, and people are desperately trying to get tickets and they'll beg, borrow and steal. And, and, and UEFA create that situation by giving away that many tickets to sponsors, corporate. And, and I know they'll say, oh, they promised at the start of the season. Well, don't, don't promise Yeah, just them, don't do it. You know, like yeah. Cut down the amount of freebies that are given out. There can't be that many people who need to have tickets. And what they do is they get them and then they sell them on the black market. And the other thing they do is they create situations where we've got you've got people who are selling apartments in Ukraine for the night, for like a thousand pounds. Well, I've got, I've, I've, got I've
0: got them on. I've got them on my. Uh, someone sent me because we're looking to get over there, get, a, get, get an apartment mm-hmm. over there. it's impossible. Six and a half grand one was, oh, uh, and then, and then a hundred pounds on the Sunday. The following week, yeah, the uh, on the yeah, Sunday. Just the match is like the God. Saturday. Everyone's out Saturday night. Bang, Sunday back to hundred quid. Airbnb, it all gone. <laughs> it. Obviously, all that <laughs> thing. I'll tell you the quick story. When I went to Athens and, um, uh, I went to the Athens final as a guest. To a company that I I voiced um, the Sky documentary mm. on Stephen Gerrard, mm. uh, and it were all kinds of accolades and stuff. It was a really good documentary. If you haven't seen it, a Year in the Life think England. And the company who made it and stuff invited me over. They invited me to the Champions League draw, and he invited me to to the to, the, uh, to Athens. Mm. And it was a real corporate do. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I have to say it was it was, uh, I was staying in the same hotel as Hicks and Gillette. Um, um, but what what horrified me was we, we I didn't have a ticket right up until the day, and I was saying to the guy right up till the morning of the game, I don't know what what I'm doing here because everyone said I'm getting the ticket, but I don't, I haven't got a ticket, and, I, and I'm panicking now because I don't I, if you haven't got me a ticket, then I'll phone me mates. And I'll go and meet them because I was stuck out the way in some yeah, weird, yeah. weird corporate world. Yeah. And I wanted to go and I'd, I'd phone my mates at the night, and they'd be in some booze getting yeah. <laughs> and I'd be up in the mountains somewhere. <laughs> Even turning t- t- into some, some caviar going, what are you doing here? It's ridiculous. <laughs> so. On the day that we got invited to a seafood restaurant, and so we were sitting there. I can't stand seafood. I couldn't eat anything. Anything that looks like it's fallen a kip on the plate. <laughs> it can't look like when it did when it was alive. I can't eat that. I don't want to see off the bus. Looks like, looks like it's just been pulled off the back of a Renault Clio window. So I'm sitting here just going, where's my tickets? And i tell you, something horrific happened, and it's a terrible blight on, 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 on football. Certainly European football. The, These guys started and suddenly, not just a load of old professionals coming in, Gary Shaw, people like that, people who played back in the day. Mm. I was was, sort of doing the who's who of all these players and ex players. And and then these guys walked in, they had two carrier bags, one in each hand, and there must have been half a dozen of them come walking in. These things were bulging. And they tipped them onto a table, and these were all fully accredited tickets and backstage, you know, back things, VIP things, and they were getting tipped onto a table, and I nearly threw up. And I turned around to a lad I was with and I said, this is, this is wrong, this is this is absolute nonsense. Um, and that's unfortunately where my ticket come from. And I got a ticket in the corporate side, there was empty seats next to me, and there was three to, three to a seat at Liverpool's end. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: And there was a guy next to me on the phone organising the Rugby World Cup um, filming rights all the way through the match. I couldn't hardly hear nothing because I could hear this divvy next to me. <laughs> and it was horrendous and it made me sick. It made me sick. It, 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 the one and only time that's ever happened to me, by the way. Um, as a caveat to that, I lost my passport. Funny enough, I lost my passport, and I knew exactly where I lost it. The tra- on the transport bus going from the, from the airport terminal to the plane. You know, you get them buses. I had it under my leg, and I walked off. Got on the plane, and as we comes into land Manchester, I went to my said I've left me passport. Luckily, I got back in on me on me driver's license because yeah. it's the EU. I won't be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then a, a year later, that I I, I reapplied for the passport, and they said. What happened to you? I went came to this passport place here, and he said, What happened to your passport? And I said, You're not gonna believe it, mate. I thought I'm not gonna tell them I've lost it. Because you get to trouble for that, do you yeah. know what I mean? I said, You're not gonna believe it, mate. I said, me, me I was cleaning up my office. I said, I've got a bin bag with all my files in, I've got a bin bag with some rubbish in, my passport's in one bin bag. She's thrown out the wrong bin bag I'm laughing She's, she's <laughs> and he's telling as I'm talking there, he, she's thrown out that bin bag. I've lost me wallet. I can't shout at I'd love it to pitch. <laughs> so the next thing he went, oh, because right, on my records here it says it was found on a sandpaper. I went on oh, that <laughs> passport, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but it just goes to show that um, the the the, the, t- the tickets allocation now and the tickets allocation for railroads is presumably going to be the same and then you've got this massive 20,000, 30,000 void of, of football family tickets.
2: Yeah, And you, you watch that there'll the be There'd be fans over there, in there absolutely thousands looking for tickets in, in Ukraine. And the first thing UEFA will do is flame the fans and say you yeah, shouldn't have got you over there. Yeah. And it's like, well, you create you create a demand for them that's that high. It's unfair. And I remember Athens, and Athens, I thought at times was a bit scary. You know, like, it, it wasn't very nice going into the the, the uh, stadium, and it got to the point where we we're all getting funneled through like a, like it wasn't like a turn. So it was like a gate. There were gates, there were gates the gates, the gates were yeah, ridiculous. So we we're no. all going through there, and like. No one wants to wave like get no. the tickets out, because we
0: worried that people would. I tickets. saw snatchings. Yeah, yeah. as well, it was all Yeah, and in the end, people were just
1: waving
2: anything to get through. Yeah, and, and then they just stopped once the problem they the
0: problem with that, though, is it's a very, it's a, it's a, you know, it, it's a very um, dodgy area to go into because yeah. people are very passionate about it. But my belief is this: go over if you want to go over, go over because it's what you said before. It's about the days in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah. the experience. Yeah. I think personally for me though the moment you find out that you're not going to get in that game go and watch it somewhere yeah. Yeah. the yeah. moment you sna- I saw a fella going to a turn t- towards what they weren't turn stars you and a guy ran past with a scarf over his face and snatched my was on this lad was with his kid yeah. paid three ah. and a half grand for the package yeah. Yeah. and he, he, the woman saw him do it and wouldn't let him in yeah. and we were all saying just yeah. it's just been snatched it's just been snatched off
2: I remember it happened loads it happens in it and there was people like stood on the sides of the, there was like little walls and they were stood re- trying to snatch tickets and uh and it was horrible and it created a situation where fans were turning all the fans to try and get tickets and because and people were, had been to like every game and been left out and, and I think no one wanted to miss the experience because of Istanbul. That, Few years before, and it, it did. It created a bad situation, but I blame well, UEFA for creating that situation. I blame. They've never. They've learnt the, the nothing. They've the, nothing. The Greek organised. The police were, were poor. That Shocking. Day.
0: I always remember one of the things that always I always I, I always found incredible was the fact that there was there were Liverpool fans wandering past Milan fans. No one knew which end to be in, and we very nearly played United in that final if you don't remember. Yeah, it would have been absolute murder. And then yeah. what would have happened then? Where the worst in the world, probably banners yeah, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. No organisation whatsoever. It was just all, and then you get back to an airport. It looks like it, it looks like it, a film about it, a, a some sort of weird contaminant that's been released. Yeah. Everyone's lying. Yeah. Looked look, look like dead <laughs> on the floor. Yeah. That's going to happen again. We, I was looking into to just as a just. I know that Thomas Cook have put a thing on uh, recently uh, today or yesterday. Seven hundred and forty-nine pounds for a flight. Um, so I don't know where people... I know, I know there are some deep, there are some reputable companies as well online if you just want to look into that. Someone got in touch with me yesterday on Twitter. I might as well just uh, explain to people who are listening who want to try and go over there. There's a possibility. There's a place called um Luviev or somewhere which is a train ride away from Kiev and there's still stuff there for £25 a night. Oh, wow. Now whether or not, as we speak, if whenever this goes out, get onto it, lads, get onto My advice would be if you're going to go over there, Look at the surrounding areas. Look at the train rides yeah, away, yeah. because obviously it's like an explosion. It's going to come outwards, isn't it? Kiev's explodes, and it's the and it's the aftermath now. It's the rings outside of it. So look outside. Even if you find somewhere that's an hour away on the train, get it. You know, it's 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 going to Wembley's in two hours. Yeah. yeah. So think about it. That think about use your heads with that one and just obviously Kiev's going to be out the question now. Um, but look outside. Look at get on the map. Look at the surrounding areas. Lots of people are talking about driving.
2: Yeah, it's 36 hours apparently on the coach. It's not. I, I,
1: it's a long time it doesn't actually sound that bad it was a bog Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder if they'll, we'll show it at the Echo Arena again or if yeah. if like they did in the week at Anfield which was brilliant definitely, yeah. I mean, yeah, def- I'd do it again at Anfield because it was a brilliant atmosphere there there was a lot of families as yeah. you were saying it's, it, it'll never ever replicate being there in no. person but you know if the club can, the can do something thing. like that it's the next best thing yeah. it was like being at a game you know yeah. with the greatest it was it. A great because they
0: kept coming over to it on things as well they kept, they kept coming over to uh, to our uh, to, uh, to, to, to the reception that yeah, was at yeah, It was brilliant to hold the car. If they want to go over there, don't, don't. I know the thousands of us will, I know that. Um, it, as I say, it might be better to look at the surrounding areas and then just try and pop. It, just use that as your gauge, Liverpool to London for, the, for Wembley, two hours away. Yeah. And that's your transport after it as well. So you've got that kind of thing to, if you just get a train in and out. Um, yeah. And that's about it, really. I think we can. We, all we can do is wish the Reds all the best in it. How do you think yeah. it's going to go, mate? How do you see it going? Mm-hmm. Let's let have a little roundup of the scores.
2: I, I hate doing this you know especially for a game
0: like this but over one leg don't forget I mean that's the beauty of it it's an instant thing It's we don't have to worry about carrying stuff into second half so yeah. ca- you know it's just that I'm feeling more more
2: confident as the days go on and then I'll probably peak and then start feeling less, less <laughs> that, but um, yeah I don't know I almost think the Reds could just win it 3-2 2-1 you know, and, and just go gung ho and.
0: It's unfortunate, but we can never really leave a nil on our side, no, can no, we? No, <laughs> I
1: think could we'll be one of the great European finals. You know, like in the sixties when Madrid won seven three and stuff like that. I can see Liverpool in five four, <laughs> just like something crazy. But no, I, I think Liverpool should be every reason to be confident. But I think there'll be goals.
0: I think so as well. I think it is going to be a high scoring game. I think I think we're, we're likely to put a, put a few in our ends. We're more than more than capable of smashing a few in their ends. I think it is. I think you're right, Paul. I think this could be. One of the great finals cut to nil-nil beaten (laughs) as long as it's not 3-3 and then straight to pens with
2: saves getting made my heart's done that once in my life so I don't need to do it again
0: (laughs) well let's always remember that the Liverpool way is never very very rarely the easy way Uh, thank you once again for listening just remind uh, all the uh, lads and lasses listening out where you can be contacted uh, with any positive news positive comments please (laughs) Uh, Joe first Uh,
2: at Joe Rimmer
0: 88 at Paul Wheelock there you go simple I am at Fitzy fella Um, it has been a great season so far we've seen some of the best football that Liverpool have played uh, uh, in many many years I think you lads will agree with that as well Klopp's doing an amazing job keep doing what you're doing LA 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 everybody fingers crossed for the 26th and uh, we'll see you all again soon that was another edition of Poetry in Motion